0: What's going on team? Welcome to the very first episode of the Yarno Show. Uh, this is my new podcast. Uh, for those of you who don't know I, who I am, my name is Jordan Fitzgerald. Uh, I'm a former soft or commando, uh, soft operator or a commando out of New Zealand. Uh, this podcast is all about me going from soft, soft operator to business operator. Um, for those of you who are Fans, followers, customers, part of the brother of the Warfighter Athletic Brotherhood. Uh, my voice will be familiar to you, uh, but this is a podcast that I wanted to separate and branch out from the Pursuit podcast, which is in line with obviously Warfighter Athletic. The tone is going to be pretty much the same because i am fucking me uh, and my thing is all about being real uh being authentic and just being authentically who i am in myself because i am me and i can't change that so uh the podcast sound flow the way i talk is probably uh not probably it will it won't be any different to the pursuit podcast except we're going to be talking um on a different topic okay so that topic is all about my journey from soft operator to business operator but the main thing is is now is warfighter Athletic grows as I grow as a businessman, as an entrepreneur, um, as a founder of a company. um, I'm getting a lot more questions now with people who are in the business startup phase or they're at least considering considering it and they're on the fence wanting to take that leap of faith. So this first episode is all about getting off the ground, uh, and then f- from there we're just going to follow to the podcast with you know Q and A questions. Uh, the plan is to is to obviously interview some interview some people, bring some really smart people onto the podcast uh, because I'm also growing a great network um, of highly skilled, highly um, successful entrepreneurs just here in New Zealand, which is great, I think for a lot of us uh new zealanders australians etc we don't hear a lot we don't get to listen to a lot of podcasts where the voice or the accent is the same as the one that we are speaking it is often a an american accent uh, and that's just because the world is very americanized uh, when it comes to success and drive um, and getting after it and thinking really big americans just excel at that and they are uh, an inspirational nation so if you are from america we take inspiration from you guys so uh yeah let's get into it so okay so for uh, this podcast here essentially you know i've been asked a lot of questions of how do you get from idea to the the idea the inception um of the brand and to getting it you know off the ground and and actually operational so um for those of you who don't know obviously i've been running Warfighter now for a for a couple of years just gone over or, or about the three-year mark my memory is not the best um and so Looking to branch out a little bit, do something with a team, Uh, myself, uh, the founder of Hard to Kill, Rory and Dan Hooker, obviously lightweight division UFC fighter, we've come together to make a mixed martial arts brand or a fight brand so that fight brand is being co-founded by the three of us okay and that's a really important point that I want to make with Raider whenever I talk about it is Dan is not just endorsing it you know there's a lot of brands out there that pay athletes to endorse their gear we're not wanting Dan to endorse our gear we're wanting him to build this brand and the gear from the ground up and that's exactly how we are building uh Raider Raider fight gear um and so with a bit more experience under the under the hood now um I've created a a bit of a flow when it comes to, you know, starting up, going from the idea and then getting it, getting it live. Um, So if you're thinking about starting a brand, if you're thinking about starting a business, I hope this episode serves you well. If you have any questions, you can find me on Instagram at Fitzactual and just come ask me a question. Uh, Sometimes it might be slow to get back to you, uh, but generally, not generally, I always, always, always reply to anyone who sends me a message. So feel free. If you want to or need to send me a message to get further clarification, or if you have a question that is more specific for you and your specific position and the journey that you're in, then uh, come hit us up on Instagram at Fitzactual. Okay, so so here it is. Here, you want to, you have an idea, you have a thought, you have this thing that you have cooking, uh, and you want to build it into a business. First things first is you know there's a few different change of thoughts around follow your passion don't follow your passion. The thing is 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 what is your passion point? Is the is is the slight variation that I want to know? You know what is your passion point? Because I'm going to tell you now before you even step foot into the business world before you spend one dollar, entrepreneurship starting a business is fucking hard. For the last few years, you know I watch people live their lives as I've lived it for most of my life. Um, you know, it gets to the end of the year, their foot comes off the gas that, you know, they get to knock off work. And when they knock off work, there's nothing left for them to do, but it's all leisure time or leisure time. Um, And life's good. But when you're an entrepreneur, when you're an entrepreneur land, when you, when you, when you start a business, it is like birthing a baby. This thing will be like your baby. And just like, so just like your baby needs attention or your kids need attention 24 seven. So does your business. And if you're passionate about it and you have big goals, you are going to have to work like a motherfucker. And there is no off switch. Even when you knock off, you will still be thinking about the business, I promise you. So you need a passion point. What keeps you going when you can't be fucked? Or what keeps you going when it gets really hard? And I promise you now, it gets fucking hard. There will be certain ceilings that you will break through, and you may break through a few of those ceilings quite easy. But there are sticky points within a business and within 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 a growth um, a growth trajectory of any business. Where there are sticky points within the growth trajectory, um, and especially if you are not surrounded by an A-class team, um, you know I've learnt a lot of this myself using the internet, using the greatest tool in the world, which is Google. Um, if there is something you want to know in the world, you hit those letters, G O O G L E dot com, bang. You put your question in. You get an answer. Uh, No, but in all seriousness, if you want to learn how to build a website, Google. If you want to know how to run Facebook ads, Google. If you want to know how to find a manufacturer, Google. It's as simple as that. It's it's freaking as simple as that. Um, Doesn't mean you're always going to get the best answer, but you're going to get an answer. Um, So in saying that, you know, there's a lot of times where I have been over the years sitting there not knowing which move to make next, and I just have to do as much, open source research as I can, and then make a decision. Uh, But that, you know, it can be business and entrepreneurship uh, can be really fucking hard and really fucking stressful. So if you don't have a passion point, you're probably going to quit somewhere along the way. Uh, That's just the reality. The way I like to explain it is there are days within business that are harder than any of my time in the military. And it's a different kind of stress in the military. You are under generally uh, more of a physical stress where the in the business realm you're more under mental pressure which obviously in during my lifetime being in the military being in the infantry and then and going into the soft pipeline i got used to the physical stress but with business comes a lot of mental pressure and it's self-imposed there's no two ways about it um and i think i do ha- generally handle pressure well but in saying that uh it's a new type of pressure for me um i do grow each and every day and it's great because it keeps me you know sharpening the blade in a different way doing something different challenging myself in a different way and that's exactly why i love business um so if you have got the balls to risk it for the biscuit and you're willing to put a few dollars down or a few coins down then uh and i'm going to get into that too uh then you definitely do it because you will grow as a person even if you fail and the fucking guess what this st- the statistics say the math says that you're going to fail you're highly likely to fail. Um, and so, again, come into business and entrepreneurship with an open mind. Failure is all good. I have failed many times in Warfighter. For those of you who have followed Warfighter from the get-go, Warfighter has taken many different uh, shapes. Um, it's it's taken many different, different paths and we are where we are now. But it's a fucking long way from where we first started out. Um, so, again, warfighter hasn't failed on the macro but we've i've failed uh on the micro level uh a few times along the way with warfighter things not working out uh but we just we just we just pivot and we keep on pushing um and then now at a point where obviously i'm running the company full-time it pays my bills it pays my mortgage um but again you know we can talk about that later on other podcasts about how you know we got to this point here so pull out your paper and pen Here is your startup checklist. This list is not definitive. Stuff may come up along the way. But for me, this was my quick fire brain dump of like, right, cool. Me, uh, Rory, Dan, and myself, uh, we're going to start a brand. What do we need to do? Okay. So task number one. This is just, and these tasks don't have to be done in this order. It's not chronological. It's just these are the tasks that need to be done. Choose a name. This is, okay. So for me, choose a name step one choose a name what is the name of your brand i honestly think the name of your brand is so overcooked naming your brand it's so fucking overcooked and i've got a fantastic designer um and so i love designers but sometimes i think designers can overcook uh names and logos a whole lot you tell me now when you if you didn't know nike if nike didn't have brand Okay, this is another thing that we need to get into is brand. There's so many things we need to get into. It's podcast number one. I need to control myself. I get way too fucking excited on this topic. I love it. Um, this is my character though. I am obsessive in uh, in nature, and that's uh, what I truly believe with business and anything. You've got to be obsessed to be the best anyway. I'm getting sidetracked. But anyway, choose a name. So for me, for uh, before we got to Raider Gear, I had a list of 30 plus names I just put down. Over a period of weeks, like literal weeks, I'll just keep adding to the nameless, keep adding to the nameless, keep adding to the nameless, different plays, you know. Um, but again, when you're going to choose a name, think about what type of, what type of brand you're trying to build, what, you, what your brand's going to stand for, what's it going to look like, all those sorts of things. And that, that'll that go into you choosing your brand name. So just start now and you don't have to pick a name from the get-go. You can have an operating Uh, a rolling roller decks of names that you can just cycle through and talk through with maybe any co-founders or uh, friends and family who care to listen for your startup idea. Um, But at the end of the day, you know, what, what does Nike mean? You know, obviously the story has now been told by Phil Knight. It's a great story. If you haven't read the book, uh, Shoe Dog by Phil Knight, great book. Athena, Nike, the, the, uh, the goddess of victory. I hope I'm I'm saying that right. If I'm not, cool. I'm illiterate. There it is there. Um, so it ties in there, but again, just Nike on its own or Nike on its own doesn't really mean too much uh, to me personally. And the Nike tick, it's not this great, bold, inspiring logo that has all this emotion and elements and this and that. You know, designers can go on about it a little bit like Nike, it's a fucking weird looking tick. Um, same thing with Adidas, you know, like their three little stripes, Reebok, uh, their, their little triangle, uh, Under Armour, you know, their X. That's. UA on, laid on top of each other, you know, all these things. Like, they're not these, like, out-of-control names. You know, Under Armour, it's a pretty cool name. Under Armour is a cool name. I'll give Under Armour that. Uh, it's a cool story as well. Dude, grafted. Uh, but, you you know, what does Little X mean? A little X means fuck all. Uh, that is why we build a brand, because that tick now means something to us. Nike means something to us. Adidas means something to us. Puma means something to us. Under Armour means something to us now because they've put in the work over a long period of time, building a strong brand. So now when we see the words Nike or Nike, when we see the Nike tech, when we see the Adidas three little stripes, that means something in our brain and it registers as something because they've built a strong brand. Okay, next, design a logo. Okay, if you can't design a logo, pay someone to do it. What's your budget? Okay, go on. If you've got low to no budget, go on fiverr.com. Guess what? You're probably going to get a shitty logo just come across a guy who was using uh, essentially a hybrid of our logo uh literally our logo the only thing that was changed was our text reached out to him the dude had been sold the logo on fiverr they even gave him a veterans discount and all they had done is ripped our logo cut off our our warfare athletic pursue excellence and put their own words on there and then sold it to this dude you know, there was no love loss We figured it out between ourselves. But again, be wary of Fiverr. Uh, there are some sharks on there, Well, just dudes trying to make money. You know, but they're not. They're not doing it glamorously. Uh, through to there are some fantastic designers out there doing really good work. Um, one of my key designer for a, for a, for a few years has been Zero Alpha Design. You can find him on Instagram. Uh, great guy, infantry veteran, so he really gets the vibe um, with what we're trying to do and the brand aesthetic and everything that we're trying to do at warfighter athletic. Um, it's very, very easy for me to communicate, you know, my ideas, thoughts, feelings, opinions in a way that he understands and gets it and can bring those visuals to life, uh, always exceeds my expectations. Again, um, there are many website, uh, design design websites where you can go and find designers. Another thing you can do is literally go on Instagram, hashtag design, hashtag logo, design, hashtag graphic design, you hit these yeah uh, you go into your explore function you literally hit that hashtag go search and you'll find accounts of designers and just reach out to them hey bro i want to get a logo done what are your rates here's my email bang okay secure social pages okay so go through igfb tiktok linkedin snapchat don't need logos don't need nothing just go secure those usernames and just make sure that they're yours because remember in the digital landscape social media is real estate and you want to snap up your real estate asap secure urls once you have so the urls again it requires your uh your your name to be locked in um so if you're going to go obviously get a website which is your url yeah uh, i use godaddy domains um so you go to godaddy and i just put in rate of fights uh rate of fight gear.com dot com bang no one owns that thank you that's mine. pay for it now it's mine so to secure a url you obviously do need your business name uh because that is going to be the url that people search in Google or whatever search engine they use to find your website, to buy your shit, to buy your products that you are going to be deadly passionate about. And if you're not, why the fuck are you making it? Um, again, money can be a motivator. You know, some people say, oh, money's not a motivator. For me, a gen- I promise you now, it genuinely isn't. It is a financial uh, reward nice? Yes, there's nothing wrong with that. There's no shame in it. But for me, uh, I didn't serve in the military since 17 years old uh, for over a decade uh, because I had this lust for money. Uh, I, my, what gets me going, what gets me out of bed in the morning, what gets me obsessed about Warfighter is the good um, it, It's that I know we can do through Warfighter. And it's the mission uh, at hand with Warfighter and the the challenges that I get to wake up and fight and try conquer every single day. But uh, we won't dwell on that too much because that's not the goal of today. Okay, moving on to number five finances i fucking hate finances but they are you business is fucking it's art art it's an art and it's math um if you're not good at the math get an accountant simple as that that's what i do um and then when the time comes hire yourself someone who is an absolute mathematician wizard and get them running the books uh that's the best way that your business is going to um Succeed in, in in start in the early stage startups. Startups are hungry as fuck. So there's a, there is a lot of time and money and effort that goes into finances and getting everything done up. Where you know if you're if you're wanting to grow, if you're if you're starting a business from scratch, they got are going to be more outgoings than ingoings, um, and that's just. You know, we're going to get to that soon on how you kind of look at that. Um, but then, you know, once your website's operational, your product's operational, you're now taking your product to market, et cetera. Uh, the, the name of the game is to have more money coming in than then, then that's going out. You know, that's like that's simple um, retard economics, you know, <laughs> make sure more money's coming in uh, than is going out. That is kind of my the level of where I'm at. Uh, no, I'm a little more dull than that, but uh, yeah. I hate numbers. I I love products. I love social media. I love human interaction, um, product development, getting out the world, uh, podcasting. I love podcasting, talking to people, all that good shit. Uh, mass hate it. But anyway, carry on. So finances, establish a startup estimate. Okay. So five, A. establish a startup estimate and just again, do your homework. Okay. What is the domain cost? What am I probably going to, what am I, what's my budget for my designer? Um, you know what product am i wanting to going, going to want to make is it a uh, is it ip based so as you know a lot of your stuff are you going to design it write it up in you know word excel whatever it may be and then have someone graphic design it so what are you going to pay the graphic designer um you know what's it going to cost you to get a shopify account um you know again can you afford to pay somebody to design to design your website or do you just go into google how to, to, to design a apparel marketing agency website how do whatever it is that you want to build just go google that shit. or youtube is phenomenal literally step by step um jump into youtube you know and again you start getting these rough and it, it's a, it's a rough estimate um i would overestimate when you're establishing these uh, start the startup estimate i would overestimate a little bit extra on top of everything because i can tell you now everything always ends up being more expensive than you want it to okay allocate costs marketing content product and product development miscellaneous costs that might pop up along the way you know shipping gst duties imports vat all these things all these niggly little costs that pop up okay um maybe you need maybe you know if you're designing apparel and you know there's a brand that makes something that's really nice maybe you want to buy in a bunch of apparel to take a look at it to see how the big dogs are doing it who are the billion dollar companies you know how are they doing xyz and maybe you want to buy that um to factor into your product development uh that can save time uh i know know a lot of companies do do that um but obviously make sure that you innovate and you don't replicate see how you can do it better not how you can copy them that's my general rule if i buy anything it's to see how i can do it better to see where they're coming up short to see how i can plug that gap okay create rough forecasts these are super rough forecasts 12 months 24 months five years if you're a numbers guy go ball deep here go real ball deep why because if you want to get an investor on it in a point at any point numbers matter uh and if you're a a wizard in the numbers place uh and you can back it up with data then you're going to get you know a bigger shark on the hook who's got those uh that cash and connections to get you going okay identify metrics and milestones Again, accountability, I can, you know, fuck, whether it's back on the Warfighter podcast talking about accountability in your everyday life when you're getting after it, business is the same. What are some key metrics and key milestones that are going to keep you accountable and on the path? If you don't have these key metrics and milestones, you just got to ask yourself why, readjust the plan and get after it, you know, have that fucking uh, open and honest conversation. Why are you hitting these key milestones and metrics? Okay, step number six, open a bank account. Okay, you're going to need new new business banking facility. Uh, number seven, create a Shopify account. There are many, many, many accounts out there, uh, different website or web providers, e-commerce platforms out there that you can use. This is my simple logic. Uh, I believe the story is Gymshark went away from Shopify and then they came back to Shopify. If Gymshark, a $1.4 billion valuated brand, is using Shopify, if it's good for them, it's good for me. Uh, that's my simple logic. Uh, but no, seriously, at the same time, I've used Shopify for you know three or so years now, and I've taught myself to use Shopify from scratch. I've built three different websites for Warfighter. Every website upgrade I do myself, I buy a theme, I modify it. Um, if you need support, the Shopify support is fantastic. Again, this isn't sponsored, team. Shopify pays me nothing. Shopify is dope. Okay, I use the impulse theme. So I buy the impulse theme. That's 7A. Buy the info impulse theme. Set up theme layout similar to WA. Okay, this so this is a task list for me reading uh, for, for building the Raider website because I'm going to be building that Raider website myself. Again, team, I had no idea how to build a website. I, I had zero experience in building websites. Guess what? Now I can build websites. Sometimes I look at people who have paid people ten thousand dollars to build a website, and I'm like, don't want to be biased, team, but uh, I can build better than that, and uh, I wouldn't charge you ten grand. But anyway, carrying on. Uh, there are people out there who do charge big dollars, and they build amazing websites. So again, that's viable. Do you have the money to do that? If you don't, Google, baby, get on the Google machine. Uh, add imagery when available. Okay, so that's step seven. Create a Shopify account. Buy the Impulse team. Set up the theme layout, aka set up the website layout, and then add imagery when available. Again, we've got a whole lot of stuff to come, which is product development um, and getting through into our final production run. And then from the production run, we get a photo, uh, a photo set of gear that we're making, and we take all the photos for our marketing and branding, um, and then that can then be pumped into the website. Okay. Number eight, brand development. Okay. So through this, um, this was given, we were given a good direction from zero alpha. Uh, my, like my good friend I talked about earlier. Okay. So brand development for us is brand discovery. We, you know, who are we as a brand? What is our, you know, what's our, what's our brand look, feel, and sound? What are our brand colors? What is it? What is our brand message? What is our brand community identification? Who who are we, commu- who do we, identify? what what community are we identifying with? Who are we becoming a part of, or who are we getting to be a part of our community? And so this is a part that you cannot skimp on. So we spent uh, three to four days, I can't exactly remember, as I said, my memory's not the best. Um, we spent three to four days in the back room of uh, Combat Academy, which is Dan Hooker's gym, going deep into detail of brand development okay and so again you're going into your brand discovery what flavor of brand are you building is it bold premium is it raw is it real is it you know like are you building uh are you building a nike or are you building a warfighter athletic are you building you know arcteryx are you building a warfighter athletic you know this is kind of the the thing for us like what kind of brand are you building And then, like, what does your brand look like? What does it feel like? What does it sound like when you interact with it? You know, if you go look, go and look at whatever niche or market you're going into and see the different types of businesses that are there at each end of the scale. There's high, there's mid, there's low. Where in the market do you want to sit? Then how do you want to look, feel, and sound? Again, that's your, the way, the way that we communicate with our customers, the way that we get, uh, you know our brand message across the way that we inspire people is by by really dialing in our brand look feel and sound what is how does your brand sound when it's communicating to people how does it look what does that look like is it raw is it premium is it clean you know there's all these different things that you, that you go through and you take a look at uh again there are, there are great packages out there it really depends on your budget um, i've seen high, high-end designers charging 250k usd take brands through this these are the, the best designers you know big design agencies uh and they're only working with the biggest brands in the world but you know there's hefty hefty fees that can come with this or you can do it yourself again uh i could potentially go deeper on some of the stuff to help you guys with it on a different podcast if that comes up as a question brand message you know what's your key brand message uh this is really important again what separates you out from other brands, you know, what's your unique selling point, or what's your your unique point of difference? This was really important for me in Raider. I didn't just want us to come out and be another fight brand. I wanted us to really come out. And people go, "Whoa, these guys are fucking serious about changing the game." You know, we're not just another. We are one of a kind, unique. Not another fight brand will be like us. Trust me when I say that, because I sat on this for weeks about how do we come in to the fight game and shake it up. Like really fucking shake it up. Uh, And again, we have to come in and we have to serve our community, which is really important that you go into brand community identification. So sitting around the round table, uh, you know, Dan, Rory, myself, we all sat there and individually wrote down who we thought we were creating a brand and fight gear for what we thought they wanted from us in terms of a gear perspective what we thought they wanted from us in terms of a content perspective education entertainment what are they wanting for us from an education perspective what are they wanting from us in an entertainment perspective what are they wanting from us on a website what are they wanting us from on a blog on a vlog you know what what do we need to provide these people how do we take care of them uh that's again when you're getting into business it's not so you can be cool it's so you can fucking serve people you have that mindset and you will go a long way There are way too many people who probably want to be entrepreneurs because they want to be fucking cool. Uh, But I tell you now, when you are an entrepreneur, when you're a business owner, especially when you are in the startup phase and you're probably like a fucking one-man army, you are a servant to your community. If you do not serve them, if you do not care about them, if you do not give a fuck about them, you will not go far. I promise you that. Uh, Unless you have a shitload of cash and a whole lot of skill, uh, then you can still go far being an asshole in this world. Okay? Uh, That's just the truth. Vision. Vision what is your vision for the company uh what is your vision for the brand uh, what is your vision for the future I'll put some time into that mission statement come up with your mission statement what is your mission okay ready fight fight sports mission is to boom bang it out I'm not showing any of this stuff yet so keeping it close to the chest okay point number nine product dev aka product development 9a nine alpha identify products what products are you going to bring to market again. How much money do you have to spend? Be what, be wise, man. Don't come out. I've made mistakes. This is where I've made mistakes in the past. Don't come out and try fucking make everything under the sun. Come out with a core set of products that you put your heart and soul into making sure that they are of the highest quality. They solve a problem. They have a unique selling point. They have a unique point of difference. Something that you 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 really feel passionately about. Bring that to market first. Start small. See what sells. See what doesn't. Order, order more of what sells, order less of what doesn't sell, and start scaling up your product base from there. Okay. Uh, highlight key design features. What is different about your product? Okay, so that's what we've really looked into. You know, how do we, how do we, how do we differentiate ourselves? And so for, for me, for one out for uh, context' sake, for Raider fight gear is for me. I'm just not seeing. This is me personally. I like I, I kickbox in my spare time, um, and I have a glove and a glove generally breaks down. Like some of these gloves that are by quote unquote premium fight gear brands, fucking their gloves don't last 10, literally 10 sessions. I think I had maybe 10 to 20 sessions on one glove. And the right hand, which is the power hand, (laughs) I'm taking the piss. Uh, it 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 started to fall apart after like literally 20 training sessions. So we're like talking like, Twenty round, not twenty rounds. Would not have done more than that, but you know, fuck all time on the bag, and these gloves are falling to bits. And for me, it's not good enough. It's absolutely not good enough. Okay, team. Sorry, uh, I'm using the Anchor software to record this, and it cuts out at thirty minutes. So now we're back. So yeah, it's not good enough for me. And so for me, uh, working on a you know a glove design that is aesthetic, practical, uh, but is also actual quality and actual premium product. an actual glove that lasts uh, you know a long time why because i know when you dig into the fight game when you get under the hood when you're part of the community you know a lot of people in the fight game don't have a lot of money especially those who are trying to make it to the top those dudes who are scrapping their way to the top of the fight game it's a fucking tough life and it's a it's a really tough run so for them to buy and spend any money on a pair of boxing gloves that then falls apart within four weeks It's just not good enough, okay? So that's something that we're digging into, okay? Uh, Carrying on with 9C, identify the aesthetic. So, you know, are you going to go, you know, really clean, really dialed back, really premium, or are you going to go a little more bold, a little more in your face, a little more aggressive? And again, when you go through your brand development, this is where this will all come out, okay? Identify your unique selling points. What's unique to you, your company, your brand, and your product? Uh, identify any reference material. Again, like I said, sometimes, you know, you go look out in the marketplace, almost everything's been done. But if you are uh, focused on innovation instead of replication, uh, you're going to go a long way. So what what is being done well out there? Find that product and then see how you can do it better or put your flavor spin on it, um, on how you can take it to the next level, or on how you can, you know, fix those shortcomings to make a superior product. That's what it's all about. Again, it's a reference, a fucking I've literally got it highlighted here for talking to the lads, which is it is our reference. We do not, we do not replicate. We innovate. Okay, identify innovations. Is F, G is identify areas for customization and enhanced customer experience. Okay, so how do we customize it, and how do we give the customers a bit of experience? Again, people are giving you money. Give them something decent in return, something worth writing home about. Okay, can we do something better with packaging? uh can we do put in carry bags so when they're going to training uh you know when they buy a pair of gloves cool they they get a carry bag in there as well so when they're off the training their bags are in a nice glove when they finish training they put them back in the bag carry it home uh, and then when they get home they can air it all out stickers all these sorts of things again you know think back to when you were a child this is what i think about like i remember when you used to get a pair of shoes back in the day you got a pair of shoes and then you'd open up the box and you pull back the tissue paper and inside you'd have a spare set of laces or another set of laces. Um, And then there'd be a bunch of stickers connected to the shoe as well, especially if you bought like globe skate shoes. I used to remember that shit. And there'd be a cool sticker, you know, a cool sticker, extra pair of laces. And it was just two little things that just made an experience where now you just open up a pair of shoes and it's just a pair of shoes in there. There's no stickers, there's no extra, there's no spare pair of laces or anything like that. You know, and so for me, when I'm when I'm working on Raider, uh, when I'm working on Warfighter Athletic, these are the things that I'm thinking about. When you open up your package, cool. There's a thank you card that comes out. You know, you get thanked for your for for your service for for being a for being a Warfighter customer, for being part of our tribe, for being part of the Brotherhood. Uh, and there's a sticker in there so you can represent the Brotherhood. But just a little gift, an extra little gift, and it's doesn't it's, it's a something, just a small token of appreciation. But again, it's about creating a unique experience, okay? Collate all the information, put it together in a brief that you can then hand on to a designer or a sourcing agent, okay? Again, when it comes to this, it's like, what can you afford, okay? I have uh, great access to, you know, a great designer um, who has access to the same manufacturing facilities and he has designed for the biggest brands in the world, but he also has access to the same manufacturing facilities as the biggest brands in the world. So we can get manufactured alongside Puma Adidas uh in the outdoor space, you know, we can get manufactured alongside uh spider or outdoor research. So again, great manufacturing contacts. But again, what can you afford? Uh that's what it really comes down to. How much money are you willing to invest in your initial stock? Or do you have to go through something like Alibaba and find a really good sourcing agent? That's what you have to figure out. That's what you have to ask yourself. Um, but don't be afraid to to reach out ask around even you can reach out to me uh if you've got the budget to do so uh and i can help you guys out with uh that space there but again um, you know make sure you've done your homework make sure you've done everything that's already gone above you've gone and developed your brand you've got down to the nitty-gritty you've identified you know you're going through your product development now and, and now you're ready to hand a brief over um that describes what you want to make design you've got all your reference materials um, and you've got a really tight dialed and brief that can be handed over to a designer who can start developing out tech packs okay so yeah that brings us to the next point which is develop tech packs those of you who don't know what a tech pack is a tech pack is a blueprint for a physical product essentially Um, if you're not building a physical product then guess what you don't need one but you probably still need to have developed a product that you're going to take to market Okay, and then enter into product development. So product development is when you you go through the design phase, you look at different aesthetics, different designs, different ways that you can innovate um, on, on your products. And then this is my favorite part is it's product development. Okay, now we're into picking fabrics. And again, you want a, a designer who's going to put a an array, uh, a suite of fabrics in front of you with different performance enhancing abilities or different innovation points or um, you know, something unique about these, the fabrics, I know not everyone's going to be in the apparel game, but you know, something different, there's something that's different than what's out in the market. You know, maybe it's a beautiful, sustainable fabric that's made using plastic bottles and oyster shells. Shout out to Fighter Fitic, Commando, Long Sleeve, Short Sleeve Tees. That's exactly what they're made out of. But, uh, anyway. It, You know, and then you're going once you're picking your fabrics, you're now maybe testing multiple fabrics. Maybe you test two fabrics, uh, two different types of fabric, maybe you test three different types of fabric, but now we're into making. So they use your tech packs to start making gear in different fabrics, and you're now into testing the gear, getting the sizing right, getting the fit right, getting the fabric right, making all the adjustments. In this process, you need to be OCD. If there is something one centimeter or 0.5. a centimeter out of place you need to fix it you need to fix it it's as simple as that um so get really picky in the stage and at the end of product development you have your products that you can bring to market then you get your final samples your final samples should be everything you're bringing to market in 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 an apparel context okay it's going to be everything we're bringing to market in every size and in every color so we can check everything over um Before we push play on the big production run. But guess what? Even in production, things can still go wrong. This is what I mean. It is fucking hard. Business is hard. No plan survivors HR. You can do, you can be as anal and as OCD as I am, and then you get through production run um, and you still find things that weren't exactly as you wanted them. But it just is what it is, and it is the business game, and you've just got to be relentless. You've got to find solutions and at the end of the day you just got to keep looking after your customer um, and making sure that at every step of the way the customer comes first no matter what so that's that moving on to number 10 marketing marketing branding it is it is what takes your brand to the world you know at the end of the day you can make the best gear in the world and that you know that's obviously the goal at warfight athletic is to build the best gear in the world uh, but If you can't market or brand uh, and tell your story and put it in front of the right people, no one gives a fuck. Uh, And the same thing as well, you know, you you can have the best product in the world, but if people can't relate to you, if they can't resonate with the story that you're telling, again, in this day and age, people don't really give a fuck. This is why, sorry, earlier on, when I talked about brand community identification, again, these people are you you are them you are one that's the mindset that you need to have you are identifying more you or more of you or more people like you who are on the same path who are on the same mission and you want to reach out and you want to connect with them if you don't get your marketing right you're not going to do that and you're gonna have a bunch of product that you can't sell uh, and that's not a cool feeling <laughs> okay so marketing f- photography and videography again. What sort of photos do you want? This all ties back into branding. Brand development is so important for this reason here. Once you nail brand development, okay, so at the end of our brand development, we now have a brand book. I've got one for Warfighter and I've got one for Rada Fakir. When you have a brand book, you hand that off to anybody you work with. That way, they don't know your brand from a bar of soap. They get your flavor. They get your taste. They get your aesthetic. And they can work to to your aesthetic straight off the bat. Okay, again, you're working with a photographer or a videographer. You hand them your brand book, they now know what your brand's about. It's just they just get the aesthetic. And again, even with photographers and videographers, it's going to take some time to maybe work with them, get the aesthetic you want. You know, you you can't be afraid to tell them, hey, look, you've done a great job. The photos are great, but it's just a little off brand. So next time or this time, depending on on how you want to roll, this time or next time, we need to make it darker, we need to make it lighter, we need to make it like XYZ. Okay, so 10 marketing A is photography and videography, you want to build a drive filled with the shit. Uh, Pretty much with Warfighter, a huge part of what I do is going out getting content or deciding what content we need to get next Um, and just having a huge drive filled with content so we can continue to storytell, to keep it fresh, to keep it relevant uh, and to hit those different points for the different people who make up uh, the Warfighter community. Okay, messaging and copy, copy. You know how are you going to take your story to market? What is the message you're bringing? Uh, how we, how does that message sound again? Brand development. You can't, you can't dodge brand development, man. You just put. So I, I swear to God, do not leave brand development until you're fucking super happy. Like, do not go beyond brand development into product development until you are super happy. Because before you know it, you're ripped through product development. Uh, before you know it, and then you'll be sitting there going, "Oh, we need to take this product to market." If you haven't done your brand development work and you, and you haven't gone deep and you haven't taken the time, you're going to be stuck here. But when you've done the work now, like I've already got narratives, okay? So I've got messaging and copy. I've got narratives here that we can market, that we can talk to, okay? And how that resonates with us um, because we've done the brand development work. It's easy, okay? And then what channels are we going to are we going to market through You know, think about it, social media, email. So, okay, if we're going to market through email, when do we start building an email list? Who are we going to use? Are we going to use MailChimp? Are we going to use Klaviyo? Okay, we've got a website. We have a lock page on the website, but then on on the lock page, we make sure that we have something that tells people what's coming to get excited and give them a reason to sign up and put their email in so that they're notified when the website goes live. Okay, influences are there Influences that can identify with our brand, with our brand values, uh, and with our brand messaging that we can use to take our product, our story, our unique selling points and point of difference to market, podcasts, are there any podcasts that we can get onto, okay, to give you, to give an example, um, you know, if we're looking at, uh, you know, uh, rate of fight gear, okay, Dan Hooker's you know, one of our co-founders. Can he get on the Ariel Hawaii show and talk about this? Can he get on Submission Radio and talk about this? These are the things that you need to go through uh, and start identifying early. B2B, how do you market to B2B? B2C, how do you market to to B2C? Okay, so business to business, we're talking wholesale now. How do you market to other businesses to sell your gear? How do you market straight to your customers to buy your gear straight from your website? So B2C, DTC. What's your launch plan? When when you finally get to to H-hour, you fix bayonets and you're ready to go over the fucking top, how are you going to launch this bad boy? Okay, put some time and effort into it. Again, your launch plan will be built around everything you've got out, you've tipped out during brand development. Uh, The next one, team. So if you are starting with a team, that is epic. If you're not starting with a team, cool, you're a one-man army, have that mindset, touch everything, uh, and it's great. You know, yes, it's good to have a team and everyone to help out, but hey, sometimes you're a one man army, sometimes there's no one else who can do it but you. But the beautiful thing about that is that you get to touch everything in the business, you get to get experience at everything in the business, so then when you do hire someone to fulfill that position, you know what good looks like, you know what shit looks like, you hopefully remember that at one stage you sucked at that and it took time for you to get good, so you're now empathetic to that person that you hire um, and they're not as good as you are now. So keep that in mind. Okay, um, so 11A, identify key roles within the business. So again, if you're starting with people, identify who's gripping up, you know, who's going to be IC website design, who's going to be IC product development, who's going to be IC brand development, blah, 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 blah. That's what you need to look into. Okay, uh, establish a uh, chain of command. You know, for me and Brackets, we have got here soft style. So you do have single points of contact. Uh, but the chain of command is fluid, um, and nobody's kind of treated. We keep a, <coughs> excuse me. We uh, keep a, a a level chain of command, so nobody sits above or below anybody. Uh, but there's normally a, a a key point of contact, and so for of flight gear, you know Dan or Rory, they're not below me. I'm not above them, or vice versa. Uh, but I'm the main point of contact for for a few things. But that's just because. I have the design and manufacturing contacts. So it's just better that I take the lead on a few things um, because I've already established a relationship. So that's how that's worked again. Okay, team, share, share allocations, negotiations. Maybe you need to involve a lawyer. Maybe you don't. Again, I don't know where you're at in your, in your journey. These are all things to think about that I never thought about with Warfighter when I first started. Maybe you need to reach out to a lawyer if you're, you know, if you're going to, start a serious company and you're going to you, uh, raise, you know, a good bit of capital and, you, and you're going to really try to start with a bang and uh, you're going to go out and raise a whole lot of cash, then maybe you do need to look at uh, establishing, you know, share allocations and entering into negotiations and getting lawyers to draw, draw uh, the term sheets and, and uh, the share agreements up. Okay, I remember, and then again, one team, one goal, laser focused. Again, that's just a, that's a reminder in the list to make sure that you as a team Uh, regularly sit down and make sure you're all aligned to the same mission that's what it's about, teamwork makes the dream work baby, okay Um, that is my basic checklist Um, I've just got so I'm using for this uh, I'm using um, a page, uh, sorry, uh, an application called OneNote by Microsoft Um, and it's just a place where I data dump a whole lot of ideas Um, so yeah in here is a bunch of information. I'm just seeing if there's anything I want to pass on before I crack on. No, I don't. Okay, no, there is. Okay, so out of brand development at the same time when we're identifying our our customers, we created three personas. So these are three people, uh, three types of people that we're going to be uh wanting our content to be in front of them we're going to go, we're gonna go and target these people. We want these people to be a part of our brand because we, you know, we see that they belong in our community. We are them, they are us. That is it. You know, so we're going out to find, you know, more Fitzies, more Rory's, more dance, essentially. Um, and so again, we've created very specific personas around who they are, their personalities, their interests, what they're into, what they like to do in their speed times, us uh, speed times, uh spare time. And then we've done a needs wants, desires analysis what do they need from us what do they want from us what are their desires from us again that comes out of brand development you need to understand who you're building these products for this is where it comes to so again three personas that comes out of uh, your brand development work a gear you know got a solid gear brief here um, which hits off what we want to make and all of the key uh, design features that we want within our gear um, anything that's unique or anything that's a point of difference to then hand on to a designer again how many we want to make the kind of price we're wanting to try make it at these are all things that we've got in here I've got some reference material below then we've got a brand outline this is all early stage stuff that was going that I was jotting down as I was building the brand you know names potential names slogans these are other other things to have in there when you're working on your your name uh, logo slogan all that stuff. Um so potential company slogans or sayings, um, what are our brand colors? Um, what's the sort of topography are we gonna be using? Uh, what's our voice, tone, and look? What's our brand message, our mission, our brand statement, our unique selling point? Um, and then the stories we're gonna tell. Like what like why did we start Raider? Why the fuck did we start Raider I get, What is the whole point behind the company? And so I've started writing down, you know, the story the stories, my passion points, like I spoke about at the start of the podcast. What are my passion points? Again, what are the stories I can tell from those passion points? What are Rory's passion points? What is What are Dan's passion points? What are the stories we can tell from those passion points? Real stories, authentic stories that we can tell people so they can relate to us. Um, and then again, I've got down product development. Again, more costs, numbers, um, and then startup estimates got my startup estimate jot written down here as well and then my financial goals and tracking metrics over the next 12 24 4 months and then 5 years what do we what do we think we're going to do uh what are the numbers behind that what's a little bit of the math behind that okay so and in a nutshell, team, that's like the real practical tactical advice on a startup. There's so much more I could talk about, but I think this podcast is already going to be relatively long. Uh, if you're in the startup phase, I hope you found this. Um, I hope you found this valuable. Uh, any questions? Send it through to uh, my IG page, which is fits actual, um, and then we can look at from here flowing on uh, with carry on topics um, again in the same realm. There's a lot I want to cover. Um, I could keep going now, but I'll, I'll leave it at that. Remember, what is your passion point? Build a business around that. Life's too short to do something you hate. And I promise you now, when you realize business was hard, if it's money, that is fucking shallow and you're probably going to quit. So you probably want to find something that's a little deeper uh, than money. Hey, look, if you fucking love money, money like you love oxygen, then cool. That's all good. Uh, that maybe drives you too. But uh, for me personally, that's some shallow shit and it wouldn't have carried me through the hard times I've been through now uh, as a business operator. With that said, this is Fitzy. Thank you for coming to the Yardo Show. I'll see you on the next episode.